This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with the Formula One season as it continues on at Bahrain. We also have a chance to look at the World Cup of Motorsport. It ran last weekend at the Shanghai Circuit in China. But first, we speak to the winner of the Bathurst 12-hour. He's heading off to Pukekohe this weekend to run in the V8 Supercar Series. But first, Paul Morris. Congratulations on a very successful weekend, taking out the 12-hour and, of course, the Aussie races all on the one weekend. Yeah, it was uh, a pretty good race as well. Different sort of race to the 12-hour, but uh, pretty cut and thrust, so to jump from that into the BMW and, and get two victories was, was an awesome result. Last year you went up there and were just running in, I think, a Ute and the Aussie races. This year to come back and, and jump back in a BMW, how did you enjoy that experience? Uh, it was good. It was a, you know, I haven't... Uh, Driven a BMW for about 10 years now, so it was good to uh, you know, be reunited with, with the mark and also uh, uh, get a win, even though it was a privateer, privateer effort. It was still, uh, you know, still got a, a lot of emotion there for the, for the BMW brand, and it was, and especially with you know driving with Bando, it was, was was pretty good fun. It was uh, interesting. You uh, got to work with Craig Baird, who of course has been announced to be running with Toll HSB. Obviously, BMW. We're, you know, Craig was with BMW New Zealand for a long time and won a lot of touring car championships for them and uh, we've teamed up uh, for Bathurst a few times together and we've also done the, the, the Daytona 24 hour and we're pretty good mates so we know how each other operates and we sort of bookended the race and, and got Halty you know, to do some good laps as well and, and that's what won us, won us the race. It was an interesting mix of cars too which we don't get to see on the mountain in October in the big race. It was, um, you know, there was only sort of one really good factory team there. That was a Super E team, and uh, you know, if you can take it, the, I think the rules were good. The cars weren't allowed to be modified too much. Just you know, springs and shock absorbers, and still had to run the standard brakes. So that allowed teams to you know take a car off the off the lot and without a lot of preparation uh, go racing. And uh, it certainly showed that the BMW has a good pedigree and, and it was ran faultlessly all day. You're getting ready now to go to New Zealand and, uh, well, the Pukekohe track is uh, a pretty quick one. The last time you have to visit there too. So uh, I guess everyone who's got any sort of relationship with New Zealand, as you had done in the past, having team Kiwi racing operating out of your sheds, would be looking forward to going back there again. Yeah, I am. I've got some, some good mates over there and uh, did a lot of racing in New Zealand in the, in the early 90s with with, with uh, you know Frank Gardner's BMW team, we always to go over there and, and do the um, the summer series, and then I also drove for Mark Pitch for his Trans Am team for a while over there. So I got some good mates over there, and and uh, you know did a lot of racing at that track. So it'll be be sad to not to be racing there again after this year. But the um, the new track at Hamilton looks exciting, and I think the the town of Hamilton is uh, right behind it. So all all still good things happening. Philippe Masser has had a win at the third round of the World Championship Formula One driver, picking up a convincing victory in the end over the star, Lewis Hamilton. Over the rising star, Lewis Hamilton. The drivers talked at the post-race press conference and Masser, naturally enough, felt that the Ferrari team had got it all together. You know, I think something was missing, especially in the first race we had the problem, the second race 
what's happened, you know, a bit of uh, uh, mistakes and also uh, something was missing. And this time we could put everything together. So really pleased to the whole team, uh, the job they made here, the strategy, you know, the setup and everything. So really pleased and, uh, you know, pretty much sure now uh, we need to push even harder. You know, looking at McLaren is quite close. We need to put pushing even harder to try to to keep the momentum. Let's talk about the start. A lot of pressure, a lot of talk about that first corner. What was it like from your point of view? No, the best way is to is to make a good a good start after. You know, when the, you have all the, these these problems on the media during the the week. Fortunately, it was just one week, and uh, the best way is to do a good start. You know, to do a good race and to to finish in the front. So I'm sure now uh, they're gonna talk different way. You looked to be in control, but Lewis started to come very close to you towards the end of the race. What was it like at that point? Well, the first stint, um, my car was not really uh, well balanced, so I was suffering with a lot of oversteer, and Lewis was quite close during the whole stint. And then the, the second stint was fantastic for me. The car was behaving very, very well uh, on, on scrub tyres, and um, I took it away a bit of front wing and, and it was really uh, much more easy to drive I could manage to to build a very very nice and good gap and then the sec the, the last stint I had a hard tires so I, I, I saw also the gap which was quite reasonable so I started to to looking after my my car to looking after you know the the race and it was just some not many laps to finish so I was just uh, keeping the pace and going to the traffic a fantastic day for you. Congratulations. You. And Lewis, too, congratulations to you. Let's hear about that first lap, first of all. It was very, very close. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get the best, well, I didn't get as good a start as Felipe. But, um, you know, he did very well into the first corner. Managed to keep first. Um, I just had to try and make sure that uh, I stayed as close to behind him as possible. Maybe have a chance in the first lap. But, um, you know, I think we were fairly, fairly matched. And, um, yeah, I just had to make sure I stayed as close as possible to him. So when we came into the pits, I knew I was going longer than him. Uh, sorry, I knew that he would be going for a lap more than me. And so I had to make sure I stayed as close as possible. Um, struggled a little bit in the second, in the second stint, but uh, came on strong at the end. You didn't really talk a little bit about that second stint. Why was that? You're still on the soft tyres at that point. Yeah, still on the soft tyres. Um, the car was quite a bit different with scrub tyres, you know, I had quite a bit more understeer and um, I just, that was really where I was losing it, the car was, the balance wasn't very good so I was able, unable to, to brake as late and carry as much speed through certain corners and therefore I was just losing a lot of time to uh, Felipe but, um, you know, I got back onto the hard tyre and uh, I was able to keep up the pace. Looked as if you saw quite a lot of uh, Anthony Davidson's oil as well towards the end. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that was oil or, or what, but it looked like something was damaged on his car. And um, but he was, you know, I think the the marshals did a great job today. The stewards getting the blue flags out. I think um, it was a lot better here than it has been in the past. And so um, fair dues to them. You have made history today. Three successive podiums. Your thoughts on that? Sweet. <laughs> you know, I'm well happy with it. Um, you know, I think. Uh, this weekend, 
we had definitely closed the gap to towards Ferrari. And uh... New Zealand has won the latest round of the A1 World Cup of Motorsport. In the sprint race, it was A1 team Great Britain who took out the win with Robbie Kerr. But in the long race, the strategy played out well for the New Zealanders, who did it not without their share of dramas, running into gearbox troubles between the sprint race and the feature race. Yeah, we had a bit of trouble with the gearbox. Um, we were right, last on the grid, obviously, with um, one minute before pit lane closing. So uh, it was just a delight to get out there and a bit of a relief to start turning laps. I had to manage the car over the kerbs and not take too much kerb, look after that gearbox, because it was only a temporary fix, of course. A1 Team New Zealand now sits in second place ahead of Great Britain. Yeah, no, we're absolutely stoked as a team. We worked so hard for this, so, uh, yeah, credit to all of the guys. Robbie Kerr ran second in the feature race for A1 Team GB and he was naturally disappointed that the strategy didn't play out for the team. No, unfortunately our tactics didn't work out. Uh, too many safety cars at the start of the race and so we couldn't get a lead at all using the older tyres and um, so that hurts us a lot with the safety car because we had to use power boost to make sure you guaranteed uh, to be up the front. Um, which hurts us for later on in the race when we could have been challenging. Third place in both the sprint and the feature race was A1 Team Germany, who, with that result, wrapped up the A1 World Cup of Motorsport for season 2007. Nico Hulkenberg taking the victory in his first season full-time in the A1 GP. Yeah, I mean, winning championships is always a great thing. It does always means a lot to a racing driver. That, that's what we're working for. And so, of course, we, we are very happy to, to have the championship now. But on the other hand, I'm a bit sad because uh, I would have liked to do it with another win. But uh, this weekend, we've been struggling from the beginning and uh, we couldn't get it right until the last race. That's it for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.